0: Closer Look is a public affairs presentation. Views and opinions of the guests don't always reflect the views of the ministry, and some topics aren't suitable for children. K Love is committed to community. Closer Look continues with a look at local agencies, events, and issues.
1: Well, good evening. Welcome to another edition of Closer Look for Tafton and Benson. I'm K Love's Peter K. Tonight, we're taking a closer look at overcoming addiction. I have two very special guests this evening. Uh, both from God's Mountain Recovery Center. We have Pastor Joe and his wife, Sandy Quinonez. Sandy, first of all, ladies first. So how are you this evening?
2: Hi, Peter. I'm good. How are you this evening?
1: Doing well. Glad to have you on board. Would you share a success story of a a woman that you've been able to really positively impact through God's Mountain Recovery Center?
2: We just actually had a woman leave here who came here with a a very bad substance abuse problem in and out of rehabs for years, I would say 15 years, young woman. She came here very broken, didn't have custody of her children, homeless, actually living in her car. And she found us on Facebook actually. She said she tried everything else and we're God's mountain. So she wanted to try God. She got here and normally like when, when people come first, they wanna leave. Because they're like, oh my gosh, what did I get myself into? So she got over that hump, which is usually like the first week because it's scary. People get very scared when they're seeking recovery. She got over that hump. And then after that, she just really blossomed. She really found a connection with God here, which made all the difference for her. I saw a complete transformation. And the woman before she left, and she just left here and went to another sober living situation, and it's just doing really, really well. We've had a few of those success stories. She comes to mind, the somebody who had just lost everything. She lost everything—her home, her kids, her life—and was just completely lost. And you know, found herself again through the power of God.
1: What made Scott's Mountain Recovery Center different than maybe some other recovery centers?
2: The faith-based component that we have to offer here is what makes the difference. A lot of people go through a lot of rehabs and they do a lot of, let's say, secular therapy. And then they go back to their same environment when they leave here and continue to do the same things because there was no real change of heart. I believe with our faith-based component, there's a real heart change for the people who are willing to accept it and for the people that want it. There's a real heart change here and a real building of a relationship with God. And that's what makes the difference. Once you find out what your purpose is in life, and a lot of times through prayer and seeking God, people find that out. They find out what their purpose is. And when you can tap into that, what God's purpose is for your life, then you want to continue to seek it because it feels good and it, it's a transforming thing. I believe that's what makes the difference. Sandy,
1: for the last several years, whenever you've turned on the the news or picked up the paper or what have you, we've heard opioid epidemic, opioid epidemic. What does that look like here at home?
2: The opioid epidemic and also other drugs, too, not just that one, but just the substance abuse epidemic in general is just getting worse. And the world doesn't have an answer for it. It's just running rampant. You know, the drugs are changing. Our young kids are just hooked on everything. You know, they're lacking purpose and they're lacking direction.
1: Are you dealing with opioid addiction on the same level as other drugs or alcohol?
2: It's like a demographic thing. Like you have the older, in our case, like the older women who are addicted to alcohol, the younger kids, they may start off with alcohol, but they quickly go to other drugs. Methamphetamines is a big deal right now with the younger generation. Due to them adding fentanyl to some of the drugs, they're very lethal. So a lot of the kids now will stay away from that and go to other drugs that aren't as lethal as that because we don't know what's in the drugs anymore.
1: We're taking a closer look tonight at overcoming addiction. I'm Kay Loves Peter K. My very special guest this evening is Sandy Cadionez. We'll be speaking with her husband, Pastor Joe Cajonez, later on in the program. Sadie, what's the best way in which to reach out to you at God's Mountain Recovery Center?
2: The best way is through our website. It's godsmountainrecovery.com. You can get us on Facebook also.
1: What does a typical day look like inside of God's Mountain?
2: Typically, um, our women get up around 7 o'clock in the morning. They'll have breakfast, and then we have a devotion. Then they'll typically clean their rooms, get themselves ready for the day, and go over to the counseling center, which is within walking distance from our lodge where the women stay. And then they'll have intensive counseling from 9 to 12. They'll come back over to the lodge from 12 to 1, eat lunch, and then go back to the counseling center from 1 to 4 and have more intensive counseling. Then they'll come back to the lodge. Typically, dinner is around five. Then at night, we'll have something. We'll either have church, we'll have a church service, or our girls will go out to a meeting or there will be an in-house meeting.
1: It sounds pretty structured. I would imagine that's no accident.
2: No, no. Idle time is not good. We try to keep everybody structured, yes. It's good for them.
1: Sandy, so many differences between men and women. What's the book? Men are from Mars, women are from Venus, whatever the case may (laughs) be. Talk about the differences when we're working through recovery.
2: Women typically have a lot of Different challenges than men do when seeking recovery. Um, I did mention the lady who had lost custody of her kids. Normally, that's something that women deal with in recovery: is parenting and losing custody of their kids, and you know, having to take single parenting, having to take care of them because there's no father around. That's a difference, you know, quite significant difference. We decided to do women only because. To make it gender specific is definitely more conducive to recovery. So there are no distractions, so they can concentrate fully on their recovery. A lot of women have gone through physical abuse, trauma that they typically don't want to talk about in a group setting with a bunch of men. That's a significant part of what makes women's recovery different than men's.
1: Does she need to be sober? Does she need to be clean before coming to God's Mountain?
2: We're not a medical facility. We do have a doctor on staff, but we don't have a detox here, and it's not residential. The woman before she comes does have to be detoxed from all substances, yes.
1: About how long is the program?
2: Typically 28 to 30 days. Sometimes, depending on the clinical need, we can get the person approved for more time. We have had women stay here for up to 90 days which is great for them if we can make that happen because the more time, the better off they are.
1: If you're just joining us, you're listening to Closer Look on 88.3 and 95.9, positive, encouraging K-Love. I'm Peter K. she's Sandy Canyones. Sandy is from God's Mountain Recovery Center. Sandy, again, the various ways in which we can connect with you.
2: It's best to find us on our website, godsmountainrecovery.com.
1: Talk a little bit about House of Hope.
2: House of Hope is our structured living quarters for our women. We can house up to 36 women here. This is where the women stay. This is where they live. So it's sober living. So we have a very family-oriented, structured living environment here. It's 24-hour supervision. It's very um, safe here. We're on top of a beautiful mountain. It's a beautiful facility That we had just renovated. There are two women per room. Each room has their own bathroom. We have our own laundry here. Each woman is responsible for her own laundry. We usually have somebody that likes to cook. We'll find the women that want to cook and they'll cook for all the girls in the house. We like to keep it very family oriented so that you feel like you're a part of a family here, not so clinical.
1: I'm on your website at godsmountainrecovery.com, and I have to say, House of Hope looks anything but clinical, Uh, a gorgeous, gorgeous home. Why is that so important, do you feel?
2: I think it's important, first of all, just give us, like, a give the girls a really family-oriented atmosphere where they can recover and an atmosphere of love. We do have a pastor on staff also. We do do church services over here. We do have an Olympic-sized swimming pool, actually, too. For exercise, we have exercise equipment. We believe in the mind-body-spirit approach here. So we have recreational activities over here. We do have the clinical side of it. We do have the pastoral counseling. So we try to incorporate everything into our house of hope and so that each woman has the best opportunity to recover in areas that they're weak. That's our goal and our mission is to just heal the whole person. We incorporate all of those things into our House of Hope as well, so they can take advantage of that.
1: Would you talk about a family atmosphere? If she has kids, are kids allowed at the House of Hope or no?
2: Children are not allowed to stay here, but we do have visiting hours on Sunday. From one to four. So after an initial two-week blackout period, then our women can have visitors and their children can come. Yes, and they can swim in the pool, and it's usually a very nice day for them when they come.
1: You had mentioned earlier that that first week or so that there can be some anxiety, some yeah. fear. Talk about why that two-week blackout period.
2: Because usually, like I had said before, that first week is scary. You know, and when you're looking to make a change at all in any area of your life, the first thing you want to do is run away from it. Even though you know it's good for you, you want to go back to what's comfortable. That first week is rough. So the two-week blackout period is for that reason, so that a woman won't get visitors, her kids won't come, and then she'll want to leave after that. Because they seem to always want to go back to what's familiar and what's comfortable. And to make that initial change is very hard. That's the reason for that, so that they can't make phone calls and can't get someone to come and pick them up. It gives them that opportunity to really commit to the program.
1: Sounds like no cell phone. Would that include social media?
2: That would include social media, yes.
1: I think that would be hard for most folks to start with, but certainly could be helpful in and of itself. But after the two-week blackout period, then is it a matter of slowly regaining those could I call them privileges?
2: Yes. As long as the woman isn't causing any trouble or just following the rules and there's no behavioral issues, then yes, then they will regain that privilege. Actually, the cell phone is for 30 days. There is no cell phone, but they can make phone calls from the landline. But we just feel that it's best to not have that distraction at all.
1: Again, we're taking a closer look at overcoming addiction this evening. This is Closer Look at 88 3 and 95 9 Positive Encouraging K Love. I'm Peter K. She's Sandy Cuyones from God's Mountain Recovery Center. Sandy, in your experience, would you say relapse is part of recovery?
2: I would say that it doesn't have to be. I would say typically a lot of times it is. The relapse rate is very high among addicts. So I would say that it's a a very high statistic that people go through rehab and actually stay clean. The question you're asking me is, is, is it part of it? I would say a lot of times it is, but it doesn't have to be. You know, our goal is to have people completely change, find a relationship with God and just really do a complete turnaround. And I've seen that happen. So I know that it can happen. And so that is our goal for each and every woman that comes here.
1: Well, Sadie, thank you so much for sharing this evening on Closer Look. I want to bring in your husband now, Pastor Joe Coyonez, also of God's Mountain Recovery Center. Pastor, welcome aboard.
0: Hi, Peter. How are you?
1: Doing well. Now we've been speaking with your wife and talking about what things look like at God's Mountain and first and foremost the faith-based part of things. You use the twelve step program, am I right?
0: That's correct.
1: Why is the twelve step program a little bit different at God's Mountain?
0: We actually use the curriculum of celebrate recovery to handle our twelve step program where the women have an opportunity to see the view from a Christian perspective, which is really important because a lot of the women that come in here actually don't even know who God is. So we spend time to make sure that they understand who God is and how much God loves them and the necessary steps to recovery from the way God would see that.
1: Pastor, let's go back to mid-March when the pandemic rolled in, talk about what that looked like at God's Mountain Recovery Center and how were you able to react?
0: When the pandemic hit, it was insane at God's Mountain Recovery Center. We had so many phone calls, so many people coming in. We just had an overflow of women coming into this program. And a lot of the reasons why, and the phone calls that we received were a lot of women were struggling with alcohol abuse. They called us because they felt that coming to God's mountain, it would be a safe environment for them, for sure. They all said to me, we just felt led just based on the name, and we felt a peace. So on our end, we had to gear up. In the first month, we had 20 people, <laughs> 20 women come in here. You know, it was, like I said, it was insane, but it was so rewarding because that first influx of people that came into the program, God really touched them at a high level. You know, they had spent many weeks drinking and coming to a, to a place that they had no hope. They felt like the world was coming to an end. As they came into the program, we spent hours and hours of praying with them, giving them hope and letting them know that God loves them. And this wasn't necessary. They didn't have to go down this path and that there were other ways to handle the stress of the pandemic, the depression of the pandemic, and the new way of life. It's been very rewarding on our end to see that women that have come into this program because of the pandemic now have hope, they have a future, there's prosperity, and that God has really shown up for them at such a high level that they now have an awesome future. And the women that have even left this program during this time have really, really blossomed. So as a pastor, to be able to see the spiritual growth for something that was meant for evil, that God turned around for good, it's been a blessing, 100% blessing.
1: I'm curious, being that you're a faith-based recovery center, early on when things were locked down and this was deemed essential, this was deemed unessential, liquor stores deemed essential, houses of worship, not so much. What was that like for you?
0: That was actually ridiculous to us we couldn't even believe that was going on but you know what we did here because we were essential we kept that chapel open we kept the chapel open and the women that came in here got fed god's word every single day we couldn't go to outside church meetings which we understood but you know what we didn't have to stop here so we actually have a chapel on the facility so i spent many nights many nights in that chapel praying with these women feeding them God's word, letting them know, as as the book of Proverbs, chapter three, verse 15 says, she is more precious than rubies. And I let them know, like, God loves them. God loves them and has a plan for their life. And they didn't have to go to the local liquor store to find peace. And they didn't have to go to the liquor store to have hope. They didn't need to go to the liquor store to try to minimize their pain. That all they need to do was come here, get a touch of the master's hand and a lot of that problem or a lot of the frustration, the depression, the anxiety that they all face, that God would take care of them. And you know what? Amen. God showed up on every one of them, every one of them. And they left when the time was to come. They left in peace, which has been a blessing.
1: To this point, we've been talking about God's Mountain Recovery Center and what you offer individuals. I want to look on the other side of that coin. What are ways in which we can help God's Mountain Recovery Center?
0: I would ask that people would listen to this conversation that we're having to let them know that there is hope. There is hope. I mean, we listen to Caleb in, in our facility. We actually played here. So actually hearing constant gospel going through our speakers every single day just by listening, people's hearts actually change. They actually change. And we're blessed that that you guys would even give us the opportunity to even be on this program because, you know, you, Caleb has been a blessing to so many women and so many people in general, not even just women, just people in general that have an opportunity to actually have some hope. And to us, hope is so important. So I appreciate just, you know, putting us out there to let people know that, you know what? There is hope, and there are other ways of dealing with this pandemic that's going on, not just the coronavirus, but just the whole drug, alcohol problem. And we know it's a problem, and it's a continued problem. So we just wanted to let you know that we do appreciate it.
1: Well, Pastor Joe Quinones, it's been a pleasure having you on the program, as well as your wife, Sandy. Thank you so much for what you both do each and every day at God's Mountain Recovery Center, certainly for taking the time out of a busy schedule to chat with us tonight on Closer Look. Anything we missed, anything you'd like to add before we have to run.
0: Be blessed. Be blessed and know that God loves you.
1: If you would like more of my conversation with Pastor Joe Canyones and his wife Sandy of God's Mountain Recovery Center, you can always email us closerlook at Klove. Dot com. That's closer look at K L O V E dot com. For closer look, I'm Peter K.
0: This has been K Love Closer Look. Find us online at K dot com.